Hi, and welcome to the Rabin New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. Live or is it Memorex? <laughs> welcome everybody. Welcome everybody joining us via YouTube as well. Uh, all the people that came in person, glad to see y'all. It's a uh, it's a very good thing to see smiling faces. I tell you, when you're being in quarantine, you know you kind of get you kind of uh, get a little tired of looking at your own self so much. But uh, thank you, thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all, and I know the Lord uh, will bless you for for showing up to His house. Uh, again, um, continue to pray for the country. Continue to pray for this uh, <clears throat> this pandemic situation. Pray for the economy. Uh, pray for uh, all those ones that have lost their lives, not only due to COVID, but uh, also just in general. You know, uh, that's the first day of your life is the first day closer you are closer to death. I know it's a gloomy way to look at it, but that's the truth. But you know what? We as Christians and we as the body of Christ, we have a, we we should be encouraged by that. That's that's one day closer than we are to see our to see our Lord and Savior. Ain't that right? I want to come to you tonight for, for your prayer request tonight. I want to take prayer requests. Any spoken prayer requests? Sister Brenda? Sister Daisy, Brother Aldi, and, and Sister Gwen? Yep, yep. Pray for, pray for those. Brother Jimmy, you and your family. Amen. Sister Betty? Sister Minnie? That's right. Yes, pray for the country. Amen. Amen. Pray for Sister Tammy's co-worker and that little boy with, that needs the heart transplant. Amen. For all those families affected. Yeah. Yeah, it affects everybody. It affects a lot of people, a lot of surrounding people. Any other prayer requests? It's not to be made known. Pray for Gladys, Robert. Yeah, make sure they overcome. Continue to pray for our family. Yep. Well, if no other spoken requests, unspoken requests by the raising of your hands, let's all stand and get a hold to God and invite him into this service tonight. Son Jesus, that you sent for us, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we're looking forward to his, his His coming again, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you, Lord. Continue to keep your hedge of protection around our families, around this country, around our environment, Lord. We ask that you just continue to keep your hedge of protection around us, Lord. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. And as in your Son Jesus' name, I pray. 
Well, amen. Got a few announcements. Want to cover again. Uh, try to make sure that everybody's been made aware of the announcement. Uh, camps for this year have been canceled. Uh, based upon the response from parents to the poll that Sister Morgan sent out, youth camp and middlers camp will be canceled this year. We will contact Count Bowen to either get our deposit back or have it applied to next year. I know the Lord will still bless and will still give the increase in that situation. Uh, nobody, nobody fret. We're doing things uh, a little differently. I mean, we're, you know, it's been kind of dictated that way. I mean, we're trying to keep people safe. We're trying to keep families safe. Uh, vacation Bible School for this year has been canceled. Vacation Bible School was originally scheduled for June 22nd through the 26th, which would have been coming up very quickly. The traditional in-person VBS has been canceled, so that means we won't gather together to have VBS, but guess what? Our group of pastors and our group of uh, uh, people here, uh, we're looking at an alternative me method, such as a virtual VBS. Never seen that, have you? Well... It happens every day. On Sundays, you'll turn it on. That's virtual. Uh, just, just watching it on TV or watching it on your computer, that's virtual. So we, we may have uh, uh, some type of little uh, get-together like that. But that's still being developed. But it will not be an in-person event. But you still might be able to join. still might be able to get your VBS dance on. I know those kids love to do that. You might be hopping, brother, instead of, yeah. Hey, <laughs> well, I think Brother Bubba said it a lot of times. Whenever you're serving the Lord, you ain't got to quit dancing. You just change partners. Ain't that right? Yeah. <laughs> revival. We're going to be making a decision on the revival. Originally, it was scheduled for July the 20th through the 24th with uh, Brother Shannon Knight. Uh, always a great time. I know Brother Shannon is always eager to get down this way. He's good people. Um and certainly has the love of the Lord in his life. We're still looking closely on whether to move forward with the revival, and we'll have an answer soon. So uh, management here at the church, our pastors are looking into that situation and see if we can um, see, see what, we, what we can do. We don't know what the future for hold or you know holds for us. Uh, even the Word of God says, you know, our life, our very life is just like a vapor. It only appear for a short time and soon vanishes away. You know, uh, and people, I, I say that to a lot of people because uh, they talk about, well, next week I plan to do this or tomorrow I plan to do this. You know, it's, it's God's will in that situation. You know, you may not, you may not see the light of day, uh, you know, after, after this day. Today might be your last day. And again, I hate to have doom and gloom, but I tell you what, that excites us Christian people. That excites me right there, knowing that just that quick, in a twinkling of an eye, we can be called up by our big brother. We can meet him in the air, and we can, we can join our Lord and Savior. How great that is, right? Don't that make you happy tonight, ain't eh? Then we come to be happy tonight, right? Well, I tell you what. Why don't you stand and join us in some congregational songs? First song tonight is going to be uh, Sister Betty. She's going to be singing When the Roll is Called Up Yonder. Always a good one right there. We. Oui.
When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair When the saints of earth shall gather over on the other shore And the roll is called up yonder I'll be there When the between those uh, two covers that's in that what's what we call the Holy Bible or our holy uh, road map I tell you what your name will be written on that on that roll whenever that whenever he gives old, uh, old Gabriel the nod and says go ahead boy I know you've been waiting to blow that horn for a long time you can rest assured that your name will be on that list if you have your Lord the love of Christ in your life and you have the Lord our Lord and Savior, instilled within your heart. I want to ask you to continue to worship with us tonight. I tell you what, you can clap your hands at home. You can clap your hands with us. We're here to worship tonight. We're here to uplift the name of our Lord and Savior. Uh, Brother Colby is coming forth now to sing for us, I believe. Brother Bo, you can help us on this bass. Praise the Lord. Glad to see a good crowd coming in tonight. What key we in, brother? Here I am, Lord, and I'm drowning. In your sea of forgetfulness, the 
chains of yesterday surround me I yearn for peace and rest I don't want to end up where you found me And it echoes in my mind Keeps me awake tonight I know you've cast my sin as far as The east is from the west And I stand before you now as As though I've never sinned But today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west? Cause I don't have to see the man I've been Come rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest You know just how far the east is from the west from one scarred hand to the other I start the day the war begins Endless reminding of my sin Time and time again Your truth is drowned out by the storm I'm in but today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west Cause I don't have to see the man I've been Come rising up in me again in the arms of your mercy I find rest You know just how far the east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other I know you've washed me white Turned my darkness into light I need your peace to get me through Get me through this night I can't live by what I feel But by your truth you were and reveals I'm not holding on to you But you're holding on to me You're holding on to me Just how far the east is from the west and I don't have to see the man I've been Come rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest You know just how far the east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other Scarred hand to the other. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I think there's an old saying. Somebody was talking to the Lord. And they said, Lord, how much do you love me? And he stretched out his hands like this. Stretched out his hands. You know, he's 
our Lord's got some big arms. He's got a big arm span. You know, that was his way of saying, I love you from infinity. I love you to infinity. You know, infinity is a long way. There's no end to infinity. You know, he tells you he loves you to the end, to, to the end of everything. He'll be with you. The word says he stick it closer, closer than a brother. And I believe it. I truly believe it. You know, I can, I can think of a, a lot of friends, almost all of the friends that I grew up with. And I can think of one time or, or the other that, that they let me down. That, uh, you know, turned around and they might not have been there or either asked for help and might not have been able to help. But, you know, our Lord and Savior's never done me that way. You know, I turned my back on him a few times. I did. not proud of it. But I tell you what, you know, we all have our shortcomings. You know, not one of us, not one of us under the sound of my voice tonight is worthy. You know, the word says our righteousness as of, is as of filthy rags to the Lord. You know, that's, that's something to think about, ain't it? No matter how holy you think you are. Now, my grandmother... And I hate to just ramble on and on, but I, I, feel, I feel the love of the Lord here. I feel the presence of, of, of the Lord, and I want to lift his name up tonight. You know, my grandmother was a devout Christian my entire life. As a matter of fact, I think some of her prayers kept me alive a lot of times. I know, I know they did. I know, I know for a fact that every day of her life she called out my name in prayer. I know she did. And you know what? Even her, even her, her righteousness, righteousness was just, was not, it was unfit. Even her. And I know she served the Lord. I know she loved the Lord. You could see, you could look at her and you could see the love of the Lord on her, on her life. But you know, that's something to think about. The word says if the, if the righteous scarcely make it, where does that put the sinners and the ungodly and the lukewarm? I think we all know the answer to that question. There ain't going to be no sidebar, side, side room in heaven for those that eh, they didn't quite uphold the love of the Lord, didn't quite uphold His commandments. You know, there's going to be one gate that said that gate is straight and that gate is narrow very narrow that leadeth to the love of the Lord. But you know, a lot of our families, a lot of our co-workers, a lot of our loved ones, a lot of this community is headed down that path, but not the narrow path, the broad path. I, was, I walked down the broad path for a long time. Long time. It's easy. You can close your eyes and walk down the broad path. Because you've been led. You've been led by darkness. You've been led by principalities. You, you've been led by, by things you shouldn't be following. But you know when you get on the path less, uh, less traveled, that narrow path, the one that leads to the Lord, you know, you don't, you don't find it very crowded. There's always plenty of room. Because like I said, there's, you know, there's so many today that just don't realize you know the Lord's coming soon this pandemic right here I think it shook a lot of people up but you know I see even now I see I see people 
kind of falling back into them same old ruts where they was before. You know, it's like, well, we've done this for a while. But, you know, it shook me up. It shook me up. It really did. It, it you know, it, it opened my eyes, and it should have opened your eyes as a Christian. It should have opened your eyes and said, you know what? Brother Bubba and Brother Tony, those Sunday school teachers, all those words that they've been telling, that's real. That's real. It's real. Everything in that book, everything that these pastors have been telling you, it's all real. And it's all so relevant. So, I don't know why I'm saying this tonight. I don't know. Some, somebody out there might need it. Somebody out there watching on TV might need it or whatever. You know, this is for somebody tonight. You know, I, I know somebody was just like me, hard-headed, had the world figured out. But, you know, it's hard to get the world figured out when you don't have the roadmap. You don't have the, I think Brother Tony preached on a message about the instructions. The instruction, man, follow, follow instructions. Our whole life is about following instruction, right? Following instructions. Y'all continue to worship with us. Brother Rick is going to bless us with a song called I Believe. Amen. Worship with Brother Rick. When I see the sunrise in the morning When I feel the wind blow across my face When I hear the sound of children playing I know it's all part of God's Amazing grace And I believe There's a place called heaven And I believe In a place called Calvary I believe in a place 
called Calvary. I believe in a man whose name is Jesus, and I believe that he I believe that he gave his life for me. Brother Rick, I want you to sing that last verse again. I tell you what, I felt the power of the Lord in that song. It's about I believe. I want to ask you tonight, where, where, where's your belief at tonight? All those tuning in tonight, are you just tuning in for something? Something to look at? Something to do tonight? Church, we gotta we gotta get serious. We gotta determine who we're gonna serve. You know the word says you can't serve two masters. Can't serve God, can't serve him and mammon. He said either you're gonna love the one and despise the other or vice versa. You can't serve both of them. Go ahead, my brother. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I was there the day my mama went to heaven. I held her hand as she closed her eyes to sleep. Thank you, Lord. I felt the power of 10,000 angels take her soul away to be crowned at Jesus' feet. And I believe there's a place called heaven And I believe in a place called Calvary. I believe in a man whose name is Jesus. And I believe that he gave his life for me. I believe that he gave his life for me. You know what? I believe he gave his life for you as well. I believe he gave his life for me. I believe he gave his life for my brother Willie. I believe he gave his life for each and every person in this room. But you know, is it all about giving? Is it all about taking? You know, he gave his life for us. Do you do you feel like it was a worthy worthy submission for him to give his life? I mean, have you lived up your end of the bargain? I mean, sometimes I know I fall short. Sometimes I said, I said, Lord, he gave his life for me. You know, 
you know. You feel like such a letdown sometimes, you know. I mean, sometimes I get in a mood. Sometimes I get in a bad mood. And, you know, I just take it out on the world. But, you know. But he still died for me. He still gave his life for me. He still gave his life for you. Y'all keep worshiping tonight. Um, God wants to do something in our service tonight. I just feel it. I just feel it. He wants to heal somebody's land. He wants to... He wants to set somebody free tonight. Just let go and let God. I'm going to go ahead and change the order of the service. I want Brother Tony to come on right now. Um, oh, we got another one. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We do have another one. How could I forget that? Sister Tabitha and Trina's coming on. Come on. Oh, you ain't helping? Okay. Sorry about that. I do apologize. I tell you what, when I get the Lord on my mind, Sorry about that. It's all right. Hey, man. I did ask her to help me, and she said, no, she didn't know it. <laughs> oh. First, real quick, though, um, if we can get Sister Brindley to stand up for us. Sister Brindley, you want to stand up? She celebrated her birthday yesterday. All right, man. Stand up, Brinley. Let's sing happy birthday to Brinley tonight. Anybody else have a birthday? Anybody else? No? Okay. Huh? What did you say, Brother Chris? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. stand up and worship with us. Brother Pete used to sing this song, and I probably can't sing it near as good as he did, but I like the words to it. One day we're going to get on that gospel ship, and we're going to go see our loved ones. I can't wait till I can go see Amen. that little baby girl of mine. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. It just might be leaving here today. Let's do that course again. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship, it's gonna sail away. It just might be leaving here today. There will be no sinners there that will ever get on board. There's always room for those who will just trust in the Lord. The devil's always waiting for those who's left behind. So kneel down and pray while you can and still have time. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. 
get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away, and it just might be leaving here today. Well, the captain walked on water, the ship would never sink. Our course is set for heaven, it's later than you think. When he lifts up that anchor, he's gonna close the door. And loved ones will be waiting on that shore. So get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. And it just might be leaving here today. Let's do that one more time. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. Get on that gospel ship. It's gonna sail away. And it just might be leaving here today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. On that gospel ship. I tell you what. That's real close to that other one, the old gospel ship, ain't that right? I think the same principle is what we're talking about right here. Make sure that your ticket's punched. Make sure that you have your ticket. I tell you what, because that train's leaving soon. That old ship is going to pull out of harbor real soon. I think it's sooner than a lot of people think. You know, the Word says not even the angels in heaven know the time that, that is going to happen. But you know what? It can happen just that quick. In the twinkling of an eye, it can happen. We can be changed from here to there. I believe there's a song about that, right? <laughs> We're going to change the order of service. Brother Tony's coming to bring forth the message tonight. I want to ask, ask that you'll just raise your hands this way. Stretch your hands this way and ask him to touch Brother Tony right now. Touch his voice right now. Lord, we love you, Lord. We thank you and we praise your holy name, Lord. We know that you're going to touch Brother Tony tonight, Lord. Lord, we ask that you preach him like a man from another world tonight, Lord. Hide him behind the cross right now, Lord Jesus. God, use him right now, Lord. Just sing in tonight. Amen. Well, it's good to be in, in the house of the Lord. Amen. Tonight. And uh, I, uh, I tell you, amen. I'm going to let them get it adjusted here in just a second. Amen. But uh, it's good to be here. Amen. Tonight. And uh, uh, thank you for being, amen, here with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's uh, it's good to be in the house. Amen. The Lord tonight. Turn me down just a little bit. Number two, though. The lapel two. Turn it down. There you go. Amen. About right there. It's fine. Amen. But it's good to be here tonight. Good to have you here. And uh, amen. Got me uh, doing all kind of stuff tonight. Sister Morgan's watching baby. And amen. And uh, I ain't used to play the piano as much anymore. Amen. But I tell you what, uh, it's been good. And uh, worship's been good tonight. And just. Uh, uh, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for those that are uh, checking in with us as well. And uh, thank you uh, uh, for what you're doing and uh, continuing on with the work of the Lord and uh, in your life and uh, checking in with us. I know there's several that uh, we said are staying home and, and uh, staying safe, and that's exactly what uh, we want uh, you to do. Um, those that uh, um, are prone to get sick and uh, don't want to get out in this stuff, we certainly... Uh, understand that, but uh, we, we definitely want you here uh, if you can be, and uh, we're going to continue to do everything that we can uh, to keep us safe and to keep uh, keep things going, and um, 
Keep worshiping the Lord. We're going to keep trusting God that this coronavirus is going to be over uh, soon and very soon. Well, if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to the book of John, chapter number 21. Amen. The book of John, the gospel of John, chapter number 21. I'm sorry, 20. Excuse me. Amen. My marker's on 21, but it's, uh, i got to back up a little bit my Bible. Chapter number 20, I'm sorry. John chapter number 20. I'm not going to be before you long tonight. And uh, some of y'all say, we all say, you say that every time. But not, come on now, but uh, I promise you, <laughs> amen, I won't be before you, amen, long tonight. Uh, God's, God's kind of laid something upon my heart, and uh, He's really taken me a, a little bit... Um, a little bit different uh, approach and a little bit different way than than perhaps I intended to go and, and God kind of laid something on my heart and I, I heard something and read something uh, a little bit earlier this week and, and God kind of kind of impressed some things upon my heart and, uh, to go in a different direction tonight and uh, I, I need your prayers, amen, tonight. I want you to pray with me, uh, strengthen me through this. But John chapter number 20, I'm going to pick up at verse number 19. We're going to read down through verse 23. John chapter number 20, verse number 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they first saw the Lord. Verse 21, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are Retained, And I, I read those verses there. We could read a lot of that chapter there to get the picture. But, uh, you know, this, was, uh, this took place as uh, Jesus, after he had been resurrected from the dead, and he's showing himself to the disciples. He, right before this, you'll see he had showed himself to Mary. Uh, Mary uh, had carried that gospel message. And, uh, but God, Jesus Christ, showed himself to his disciples uh, at this time, and, and uh, uh, to all of them, really, at, at one time. And so, uh, this is immediately after his resurrection, and and um, and, and he's 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 going to spend a little bit of time with his disciples. We know he's going to be on the earth and show himself to them at, at different times throughout this. But um, this was kind of a special moment here, if you will, uh, as Jesus shows himself to the disciples. But then. Uh, there's a key here, and I, I really want to pick up on this, and I, I'm going to focus in, I'm going to harp in on verse number 22, but it says, And when he had said this, he breathed on them. I'm going to focus on this idea of he breathed on them, and he said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now begin to think about this idea of breath. And we, we take it for granted sometimes, don't we? I mean, there, there are people out there today that, I'm, that I know have, are fighting COVID-19 right now and have fought COVID-19 and, and have overcome it. And, and I'm sure those people that are fighting it right now and the people who have overcome it would tell you today if they could 
I mean, one of, this, one of the things this disease does is it takes your breath. You can't breathe. You feel like you're suffocating. You're fighting, it feels like, for the next breath. And we, a lot of times, I think, just take the breath of God for granted sometimes. I begin to think about this idea of, of breath and what, what the breath of God really means. And I begin to think about, through the Word of God, just how many times this word breath or wind or spirit is mentioned in the Word of God. Amen. We begin to think about I begin to think about this idea of breath. In the Bible, and I'm not going to get into all this tonight, but I'm just going to mention a few things to you because as we go through this, I'm going to I want to mention a couple things, but I want it to be familiar to you. But in the Bible, in, in your in that Bible that you're holding in your hand or looking at it you're on your phone, there's there's so many different ways that God uses this this idea of breath. In the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, there's several different words in the Hebrew that, that God used, the writer uses throughout the Word of God to, to, to get this idea across of breath. And those words are words like ruach, and nafak, and nashama. Uh, there's several different words, and they really all have the same different meaning. And in the Greek, in the New Testament, uh, one that's probably a little more familiar is the word pneuma, uh, and the word noe. And, and, and a few other words, but they all kind of have the same idea or same uh, idea. And, the, and these, these meanings are, as we talked about, breath, wind, and spirit. And they all kind of have this, this same idea, the same meaning as you begin to think about them and begin to study those words out. And, and as I begin to think about the Word of God, if we go all the way back to the book of Genesis, chapter number 2, verse number 7, the Bible says that... God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a, sim a living soul. Amen. In the very beginning, amen, God formed Adam out of the dust of the very ground. He just took some old clay and put it together, Brother Chris, and, and he formed man. But man wasn't a living being. He didn't have a soul. He didn't have a, uh, any life within him until God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. And the Bible says that Adam became, amen, a living soul, became a living being. It was that breath of God that gave life. That breath, amen, that we, and we talk about as we take in a breath and as we exhale and inhale, amen, that breath, amen, it is the very life of God. It is the very thing, amen, that gives us, amen, life. If it were not for, amen, the breath of God, amen, we would not be here. We would not be alive, amen. We wouldn't have life, uh, amen, within our beings, amen. I believe that's why the psalmist, uh, amen, 
amen, begin to write and begin to say, let everyone, uh, amen, that has breath, uh, praise the Lord. There's something precious, uh, amen, about the breath of Almighty God, the breath of life, uh, amen, that is in our lives. There is something, amen, that we need to thank God, amen, for today. It is the breath of Almighty God that he has breathed into us, uh, amen, to give us the opportunity to be here tonight, to lift up praise and worship to him and say, God, you are the God. You are the breath of life, amen, in my life. I mean, I begin to think about, amen, also, amen, the Red Sea crossing, amen, and the same word is kind of used as in the same idea. The Bible says as they're at the Red Sea, amen, the, uh, the Israelites are, are there, and they've got, amen, a, a Red Sea on one side uh, and an army of Pharaoh on the other side. And the Bible says, uh, amen, they're stuck in the middle, uh, amen, but he says, uh, amen, Moses, don't forget, uh, amen, I've got a rod, amen, I've given to you. Take that rod and stretch it out over the sea. The Bible says uh, that God sent a wind. Uh, he sent a ruach. Uh, amen. He sent something there. Uh, all night long, the Bible says, uh, it was the wind of Almighty God that delivered them out of the Red Sea. The Bible says it was the breath of Almighty God. Can you imagine it? Uh, amen. The angel of the Lord, God himself, uh, amen, breathing on the Red Sea, amen, bringing him through. Uh, amen. I begin to think about just how God, uh, amen, is the breath uh, of deliverance for us when we need it. Amen. Hmm. I begin to think about also, uh, amen, a very familiar scripture, uh, amen, the breath of revival in the Old Testament. God gave Ezekiel a vision. I believe it's chapter number 37 in Ezekiel's book. The Bible says that, amen, he talks about this, amen, this vision that he, that he gave Ezekiel. Ezekiel said, I, I stood there and I, and I looked out and God showed me a, a valley, amen. amen, that was full of dry bones. Amen, Come on. amen. it was once a mighty army. I mean, it was once, amen, uh, amen, some warriors, amen, that were there, that were represented. It represented Israel and how they had turned away, amen, from God and, and that they needed to return back to him. And they, had, they had worshiped false gods and gone against, amen, what God had told them to do. And he says, uh, amen, here is the spiritual condition of where you are, Israel, right now. He showed it, uh, Ezekiel this vision. And he says to Ezekiel, he says, I want you to begin to prophesy. But he said, before you do that, here's what I want you to do. He said, I want you to answer this question. Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can they live? God was asking, can these bones live? Can God take what was dead? Can God take where there's something there is no more life left in it? Can God take something, I mean, where seemingly, amen, the whole spirit has gone out of it. There is nothing left, uh, amen, there anymore. Can God take, amen, something, amen, that is dead and in the grave uh, and bring it back to life again? Uh, he said, can these bones live? Ezekiel said, God, I believe my God amen, is able to do whatever he wants to do. He can bring the dead back to life. He said, here, well, I, want you to, I want you to get a prophesy to these bones. And the Bible says as he does so, those bones begin to fit themselves back together. You know the story. They begin to come bone to bone. And, and God put, uh, amen, tendons and uh, muscle and all those things begin to come back together. Skin begin to form, amen, around these once dead bones. But God wasn't done. Before Ezekiel was a bunch of dry bones who were now covered with tendons and ligaments and muscles and skin, but they were just as dead as they were. 
He said, Ezekiel, i got one more job for you to do. I want you to prophesy to the wind. I want you to prophesy to the wind. And I want you to say to the wind, begin to blow across the dry of this valley, amen, of dry bones. And the Bible says, amen, there was a wind that came out of heaven and began to blow. Amen, as the wind began to blow, that what was dead, amen, that had no life with it anymore. Amen, that was dead and gone and buried. Amen, there was no hope left. Amen, amen, there was something that blew across that valley of dry bones. Amen, that brought it back, amen, to life again. I'm here to tell you, if it looks dead, if it looks like there's no hope, if it looks like there's nothing else going to work, God can bring it back to life again. It's the breath of Almighty God. And it's the breath of revival. Huh. I might preach for so with, I don't know. Begin to also think about what scripture that we read. The breath of God. It's the breath of salvation, the breath of redemption. Amen. He, here's what he says. Amen. He, he said this, verse 22. When he had said this, he breathed on them, breathed on his disciples. And he said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. This is right after Jesus' resurrection. So a lot of people ask the question, well, what was taking place here? When Jesus breathed on his disciples... And they received the Holy Ghost. What was taking place? Because it would be some seven weeks later, almost 50 days later, when they would find themselves on the day of Pentecost in an upper room where they would receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost in fire. So what was Jesus doing when he said, Receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost? I believe that was the disciples Amen. Born again experience. They were, Jesus was saying, here is the Spirit. I'm giving you the Spirit. You're going to be born, amen, of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the water end of the Spirit, just like he had told Nicodemus in John chapter number 3. They had to be born again just like everybody else. He said, here's the Spirit. He said, I'm giving you this. Amen. You're going to go out and preach the gospel. You're going to go out, amen, and take us out to a lost and dying world, he said. But, amen, there's going to come another day. I believe this was the breath of God that he breathed on them, amen, before the Pentecost that was poured out, amen, on the day of Pentecost there. I believe it was the power of God, the Holy Spirit, that came into their lives and redeemed them and set them free from their sins. Born again experience. I'm glad he did that for me. Amen. It seems like... Amen. Of course, as the years go by, it just doesn't seem real, Brother Bubba. That, Come on, man. Amen. It's, 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 been, it's been 10 years. Maybe a little bit long, I don't know. Maybe it's been a little bit longer than 10 years. I can't, I can't remember right now. But, I mean, it's been 10 years since I've rededicated my life to Jesus Christ. And I knelt down beside my bed in Babynet, Alabama, alone and broken. Messed up. Jesus breathed his life in me. Brother Bubba, it didn't take a whole long drawn. I didn't have to I didn't have to ask somebody to write me a prayer, amen, to know what to say. All I had to do was get down beside my bed, Brother Chris, and begin to pour out my heart to God. Amen. And I felt the breath of God. I felt the power of God. I felt his redemption, his salvation power. Amen. Blowing through my life. It was the gift of eternal life, a breath of life that he blew into my life. Amen. I thank God what he did for me. I thank God what he did. 
Acts chapter number 2, you know the story. The Bible says, Acts chapter number 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one place in one accord. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing, mighty wind. Amen. Numa. Amen. The same word we talk about is the breath of God. Amen. The power of God, the spirit of God. The Bible says it was a rushing, mighty wind. We know the story. There appeared cloven tongues like as of fire, and it uh, sat down upon each of them, and they were all filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Lord gave them utterance. It was the breath of God. The breath of our Creator. I mean, the, the breath of our Deliverer. I mean, it was the breath of our Savior. I mean, the breath, I mean, of our life giver. I mean, that was there, I believe, on that upper room. I mean, that experience. I mean, as they walked in in that place, as they're praying for 10 days, I mean, trusting God and believing God that He's going to do what He said. Because He said, I'm going to pour out, I mean, my spirit upon you. He said, You're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I mean, you're going to be witnesses unto me. He said, You're going to receive the Holy Ghost and fire. God breathed on them. And I begin to think about these ideas, the breath of God. And there's a physical breath that God gives us. Hey Amen. When we wake up in the mornings, we don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. It's just a natural reaction. We just breathe. I know what the Bible says. The Bible says that the life of the body is in the blood. I know that. But if you don't breathe... Amen. Your blood don't work. There's no life there. Amen. It doesn't take in the oxygen the way that it's supposed to take it. It doesn't deliver it to the organs like it's supposed to deliver it. Amen. If you don't breathe, you'll die. There's a physical breath that God has given us. The thing is this. He's only given us a limited supply. God knows the day and the hour when he will cut off the breath of life that is within us. Each and every one of us are going to stand before God one day. When this breath leaves this body, when the rapture takes place, we're going to stand before God and we're going to be judged by Him. And we've got to be ready for whatever, amen, God begins to, to do in our lives. At whatever point in time He begins to take us, we've got to be ready for that moment. But I mean to think about the spiritual application of the breath of God. Especially in light of what we're going through right now and what people are facing. I don't, we don't wish this sickness and this disease upon anybody. But again, as I said earlier, I guarantee you there are people right now that are fighting for their breath, physical breath. But I'm here to tell you tonight, there's a lot of people who are fighting for their spiritual breath as well. Brother Kevin, I appreciate what you said earlier because sometimes as a leader and sometimes as the one that has to stand behind here and teach or preach the word, it's, I feel like, you know, you come down on people too much, you know? Maybe I'm too hard on folks or maybe I'm not hard enough. I don't know. But what I'm afraid of 
if we're not careful, whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's when we lose our job or whether it's a financial crisis or whether it's relationships that become broken in our lives or whether it's a, a crisis moment, uh, a loved one that is lost or goes on to heaven, amen, whatever the case may be, if we're not careful, amen, we can allow those things, amen, to take our spiritual breath away from us. And if you do that, amen, we will end up, spiritually speaking, just like those that are in that valley of dry bones that Ezekiel saw. I want to share something with you tonight. And again, I, it's hard to sit back and watch as people spiritually are fighting for their breath. And you know it, and you see it, and you feel like there's nothing you can do about it. Just like those that are sick and on a ventilator, and doctors and nurses, and everybody's doing everything that they can. I sit back sometimes and I think, God, what can we do? God, to reach those who may not even know and understand that they are fighting for their spiritual breath. That God wants to breathe his breath of life into their hearts and into their lives. And he wants to do something in them that's greater than they've, anything that they've ever seen or experienced in their life before. That God's got such a plan and a purpose and God's got such a just a, a destiny lined out for them in their lives. Amen. He's got it all planned out. He's got it all laid out. He's got it, amen, prepared for them. But they're fighting for their breath. They're fighting for their spiritual life. And if we're not careful, we can allow ourselves to end up, as I said, just like those Valley of Dry Bones. And there are going to be many people who stand before God on Judgment Day with no breath of life in them. People who attend a church, people who paid their tithes, people who sang in the choir, people who led the worship, people who sit on these pews in other churches across this world and lifted their hands in worship. All the while, the spirit that was in within them, the life that was within them, the breath that was within them, went out. And what I want to say tonight is this. I've said this before, 
in different ways. I'm going to say it one more time. This is a wake-up call for me. This is a wake-up call for you. Kevin, I appreciate what God let in your heart to say tonight. This is a wake-up call for every single one of us. And you know what? I've got a decision, decision I have to make in my life. I can allow myself to let the devil, to let the things of this world, things of this life, suck the very breath out of my life. I can allow it to take the very breath of life that God has placed within my spirit, within my life. Or I can make the decision to believe and trust what God's word says about who he is. I begin to trust and believe that, you know what, God is the breath of he is the breath of life. He's physical life. He's spiritual life. He's eternal life. I can begin to believe that he is the breath of deliverance in my life. And no matter what I'm going through, amen, his spirit is with me. He'll carry me through whatever I'm going through. I can believe that he is the breath of revival, of restoration. I can hit the reset button. God, the God can raise me back to life again if I find myself in that, in that position. He's the breath of salvation. Amen. And I got something to hold on to. If you're saved tonight, man, you've got something to hold on to. you got, you got everything, brother. May not, none of us amount to anything in this old world, but you got something. If you got, if you got salvation in your soul, Amen. He's the breath of Holy Ghost Amen. and fire. He's that rushing mighty wind. Amen. The same God, the same breath, the same life, the same power that blew on the day of Pentecost is the same breath of God. That is blowing today across this world and across this land. Amen. So, Brother Bubba, I've got a decision I've got to make. We have a decision we have to make. And you have a decision you have to make. Amen. Where are we at with God tonight? Amen. I can't tell you, and you can't tell me. But you know. And I know. And I just believe tonight that God wants to do something in my life. And God wants to do something in your life. 
And I believe that God is wanting, amen, to touch every heart and every life, amen, that is here, that is part of this church, that is saved, that is living for Him, that, uh, I mean, even those that are lost and undone, God wants to save and deliver them, yes, amen, out of sin and darkness. Amen. Amen. But there is, there's something tonight, I mean, I believe, and there's, I mean, I, I'm going to get to this in just a moment. God's just not allowing me to get there quite yet. That there is power in the breath of God. Amen. And that what He wants to do in our lives, amen, and what He wants to do in it, because I believe, we've said this, you've preached it, I've preached it, everybody's preached it, amen. I mean, we've preached it till we're blue in the face, and we've preached it, amen, until people have just turned it off, and they, and they, they let it go in one ear and out the other. And the, I, mean, I don't know that how many people really believe it anymore, amen, but I'm here to tell you, Jesus is coming back, and He is coming back soon, and it's time, it's high time, amen, that we redeem the time that God has given us, amen, to take the breath of God that is in our lives and begin to let the Holy Ghost begin to blow once again, amen, in my life, in your life, in this church, in this community, amen, if you're here tonight, amen, and you need the breath of life in your soul, amen, he is, amen, a life-giving breath tonight. If you need deliverance, amen, he is the breath of deliverance tonight. If you're going through something and facing something in your life. He'll blow, amen, the breath of God, amen, through your spirit and through your life. Amen, if you're in a spiritual stupor, amen, if you're in a spiritual dead place in your life, amen, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, amen, if you're sick and tired of being weak in the spirit, if you're sick and tired, amen, of walking around in defeat, if you're sick and tired of letting the devil walk all over you, amen, I'm here to tell you tonight, he is a breath. He's a breath. He's a breath. Come on, somebody. He's a breath. He's a breath. He's a breath of life. He's a breath of redemption. He's a breath of revival. He's a breath. Amen. That'll enter our lives and turn us upside down, inside out. Come on, Jesus. Touch my life. Why don't you just go ahead and say, amen, breath of life, breathe on me. Breath of redemption, breathe on me. Breath of revival, breathe on me. Breath of life, breathe on me. I might have just blew up live stream, I don't know. If you got to turn it off, turn it off. I don't know. Maybe we didn't blow it up. Amen. I'm not here to tell you. Amen. He is a breath of life for us. Somebody take a breath. Amen. Of the Spirit. Amen. And get God. Amen. Change your life. There's some people here right now, amen, tonight, that I believe.
God is saying. Amen. If you would just open up your heart and open up your life. Amen. You've been desiring it. You've been seeking it. Amen. You've run long enough. Amen. You've stayed away long enough. You've run from it long enough. Amen. There's some folks listening tonight. Amen. That God is saying. Amen. If you will open up your spirit and open up your life and let me come on in. There's a wind. Amen. From heaven. I said, there's a wind from heaven. <laughs> just smoke it up in that back door and just leave it open. I rebuke, I rebuke anything you try to come through that door except the blood of Jesus Christ and the power of God. Just leave that door open just for a minute. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. I said, I believe there's some people here tonight, and I believe there's some people listening, amen, that you've been cooped up, quarantined, amen, separated, amen, and just about fed up and frustrated, amen, of what's going on in your life. And God is saying tonight, there's a breath, there's a wind, there's a power, there's something tonight that God wants to do in your life. It wouldn't hurt my feelings none if the wind of the Holy Ghost just went ahead and blew, amen, through that door back there tonight and began to fill my heart, begin to fill my life, begin to fill the void, amen, that's inside of me and begin to take away the hurt, begin to take away the pain, begin to take away the frustration. Breath of God, breathe on me. Breath of God, breathe on me. Breath of God, breathe on me. Go ahead, somebody. Breath of God, breathe on me. Something's about to break. Somebody turn. Somebody's got the key to the rest of this service tonight, today. Breath of God, breathe on me. I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel. Amen. Amen. Confession, the Bible says, is good for the soul. Amen. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the truth tonight. Amen. I feel like, Brother Bubba, that I've been in a dry place. Amen. That I've been in a desert place. That I've been in a valley of dry bones. I feel like, amen, the enemy has been standing over me and laughing at me and my calamity. I'm here to tell you tonight, I feel the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing again. Breath of God. Breathe on Come on somebody. I'm done. If you want it, it's here. If you want it, God's got it. If you're hungry, amen, get hungry. If you're thirsty, get thirsty. Amen, if you need it, get in the water. Amen, if you feel it, let the wind of the Holy Spirit blow in your life. Amen, and let him turn you inside out. 
Come on, somebody. Guys want to do something. Guys want to do something for somebody. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on me. Because yesterday's gone. Today I'm in need. Holy Ghost fire. Breathe on me. See, yesterday's gone. The power that I had yesterday is gone. The spirit that I had yesterday is gone. Amen. The feeling that I felt last week was gone. I'm here to tell you tonight. Amen. That Jesus wants to send a fresh fire and a fresh breath in our lives. Holy Spirit, from the back to the front, out the sides, busted at the seams. Amen. Send the wind of the Holy Spirit in this place. Amen. Tonight. I don't care what YouTube thinks. I don't care what nobody thinks. Hey Amen. I need a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. I need the fire. I need the breath. I need some life. I need the Holy Spirit in this life. Breathe on me. I want you to make up in your mind. If you are in this building right now, I want you to make up in your mind tonight that you ain't leaving here out of this place tonight until you feel the breath of God breathe on you. If YouTube's still out there, amen, if you do not leave, amen, and click off of this service until you have felt, amen, the breath of God breathe on you again. Breath of God. Breath of life. Breath of deliverance. Breath of revival, breath of redemption, breath of the Holy Ghost, and of power. Amen. Begin to blow across this place. Begin to blow across this sanctuary. Begin to blow across every heart and life. Breathe on me. I need it. I don't know if you need it. Maybe you don't need it. If you don't need it, hey man, I gave you permission. Just go ahead and click off. Go ahead and click. Go ahead and turn off YouTube. And go on back to a rerun, hey man, of American Idol or The Voice or whatever you was watching. Ain't nothing on tonight. Probably reruns anyway. You don't need it. 
Come on, you need the breath of God in your life. You need the breath of God in your life. I'm here to tell us tonight, amen, Satan is working overtime. Brother Bubba, I have fought and 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 I have fought. Until I feel like a pile of dead bones. As I said earlier, I feel like in the spirit, Satan has been standing over me saying and laughing, saying, I've got you right where I want you. Dead, dried up, frustrated, can't get anything right. I got you right where I I want you. He forgot one thing. He forgot one thing. Satan is not the giver of life. Satan is not the breath of life. Satan ain't the one that breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul. I mean, Satan was not the one who parted the Red Sea. Satan was not the one. Amen, who broke, uh, brought those dead bones uh, back to life. Uh, Satan wasn't the one uh, and breathed on his disciples and said, receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, Satan wasn't the one, uh, amen, who sent the power and fire upon them on the day of Pentecost. Uh, he forgot one thing. Jesus is life. Is he one, is he one type of life? Uh-uh. Jesus is not one of many types of life, life in, our, in our hearts. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. One life, one breath. It only comes from him. Holy Ghost fire, breathe on us. Can I, can I just tell you a little bit? Of, can I just tell you a little story? I told you I wasn't going to be up here long and I'm about to repent. I'm already going to have to repent. Y'all going to. Y'all look at it. About five words of what I said is in my notes up there. Y'all can look at it later if you want to. Can I tell you what? Because I look around tonight. It's a, it's, a small, it's a good crowd for Wednesday night, but it's a small crowd. Beautiful crowd. It's, 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 not, it's not a. It's not a packed house. We don't need a packed house because we need to be six feet apart, right? Amen. Amen. Until I get to preaching and I get excited, I might get a little closer. Amen. To six feet every once in a while. Amen. But there's a Holy Ghost, amen, just surrounding us right now that's keeping anything right now from happening between me and you. Amen. Let me tell you a little story. You may know, you may know this. It was sometime around the turn of the century, 1900s, amen, uh, early in the 1900s, maybe uh, about 1901, 1902, somewhere in there. There was a small group of, of people, men and women, who were part of a Bible college in Topeka, Kansas. As the story goes, this, this, the, the professor who was, uh, who was leading this particular group, he had to go away for a little while. I don't know if he's taking a sabbatical or if he just took some time off or he's going somewhere else. I don't know. But he, he gave them an assignment. He said, and I began to talk about it because 
I mean, they begin to say, you know, what is this Acts 2 experience all about? What is Acts 2 all about? What is the day of Pentecost all about? And so they determined in their minds that they were going to study this thing out and they were going to figure out, hey, amen, what this whole Acts thing was all about. What is Pentecost all about? And they begin to study and they begin to dig into the Word of God and they begin to talk, talk about how, I mean, these people just, they obeyed Jesus. They obeyed the words of Jesus that they would, I mean, they, they would tarry in the city of Jerusalem until they were endued with power. There was a power that they were going to receive. I mean, that they spoke in tongues. There was this mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit and all these things taking place. And they begin to realize, this is real. Nobody's ever taught us this before. We, we hadn't quite heard it this way. We're studying this thing out. Amen. And nobody's ever really brought it across like, Amen. not only was that for them back then, but it's for us. To, there's, I can't find anything in the book of Acts or anywhere in the Word of God that says God cut the switch off. So they decided within themselves, you know what? We're going to pray and seek God. For that same experience. Because if it's for today, why shouldn't we be able to seek God for it? Why would he pour it out to us just like he did back then? So they begin to pray. And they begin to seek God. I mean, they begin to tarry together on one mind and one accord in one place. And the story goes that one of the ladies that was part of that Bible study in that Bible college, in the middle of a prayer meeting one night, began to open up her mouth and speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And before you know, amen, the fire of the Holy Ghost uh, had spread from her, amen, to somebody else. Uh, amen, it was contagious. Uh, and it was more contagious than COVID-19. Uh, amen, it was spreading around. Before you knew it, uh, every single one of them began to speak in tongues. Uh, amen, as the Spirit gave the utterance. Uh, amen, there was a man that came out of that group. Uh, amen, he made his way, uh, amen, to over, amen, to California, all the way to California. Uh, amen, he became part uh, of what we know today uh, as the Azusa Street Revival. Uh, amen, revival broke out in that place. Uh, Pentecostalism uh, amen, was rebirthed uh, and reborn. Uh, and the assemblies of God, church of God, all of them came out of it. Uh, amen. And I'm here to tell us tonight, he'll do the same thing for us if you want it. I'm going to end with this. I'm done. I promise. But I got to sit down first. Catch my breath. Hey, man, no pun intended. Hey, Amen. I'd rather not have any breath in this body physically and know that I got a spiritual breath in my life that's going to carry me on over to the other side, brother Bubba. Hey, Amen. When this breath runs out, hey, man, I got a spiritual breath that's going to carry me on over. See, every once in a while we have to. We have to take notice of where we are, take inventory of where we are in, in our lives. And sometimes we have to admit to ourselves and admit to others and admit to our wives and admit to our pastor and admit to our fellow Christians that we're not exactly where we need to be. That we're not as, really as spiritual and as on fire for God as we would like to think we are sometimes. We kid ourselves. We sometimes we fool ourselves. Because we can put, I can do it. I'm a, I'll just put me. I can put on, I can put on a mask, brother Bubba, when I'm going through something. Hey Amen. I can put on a mask and I can come on here and I can smile. Hey Amen. And I'm just as broken and just as messed up. Hey Amen. And just as hurt. Hey Amen. And, and just as broken and just as dry. Hey Amen. As dry can be. 
God is saying tonight, do you want the breath of God to breathe in you? Not a fake breath. The real thing. Not no Coca-Cola. That ain't the real thing. Amen. They messed up when they did New Coke. Anybody remember that? They messed it all up. Formula just went out. They did it. Amen. Coca-Cola ain't the real thing. Jesus is the real thing. The breath of God is real. Amen. We've got to make, it in our mind, make up in our minds tonight. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I blew up live stream or not. Probably did. I mean, he probably had to pull those things out of your ears or something. I don't know. But whether you're listening out there or whether you're listening here, the God's saying the same thing to us. Do you want the breath of God in your life? Do you truly say, breath of God, breathe on me? Amen. Do you have something down inside of your life that's going to get you through the next trial? Is there power in your life that's going to get you through the next temptation? When somebody says something hurtful against, against you tomorrow, is it going to steal your breath? When the devil stands over you and laughs at you and says, I got you right where I want you, are you going to let him steal your breath? Are you going to let him take the power of God that's in your life? Are you going to let him take the wind of the Holy Spirit that's blowing in your life? Are you going to stand up and say, you know what? Amen. Go ahead, Brother Bubba. Say it one more time. <laughs> That's a good place for him, isn't it? Just, you know what Jesus said? Get thee behind me. Satan. Amen. Because I can stand up here and preach till I'm blue in the face that Satan is under our feet. I can stand up here and preach to I'm blue in the face. Expect the unexpected. I can stand up here and preach to I'm blue in the face. Uh, and the power of God is real and evident and he wants to be in your life. I can get up here and Brother Bubba can get up here and we can preach until we are both blue in the face. And unless I believe it, unless I am truly in a place where I believe it, I trust God and I desire it in my life. Amen. It's just words. Just words. Let's drive on. Dead. We can let it go in. Oh, I'll turn around. Okay. I don't think anybody here. We can. <laughs> we can sit here. We can listen to the message being preached. Brother Bubba can preach. Y'all forgive me for how I'm gonna say it. Bubba Bubba can preach his guts out. And I, I can sit here and watch it go in one ear and out the other. And people say, Woohoo, yeah, I want that. And they walk out those doors the same way they walked in. Well, boy, they amen. Oh, yes, hallelujah. That's what I want. Amen. Give me more of that. Amen. But they never do anything about it. Don't let that be you. If that is you, stop letting that be you. That's right. Make a decision right now. Right now. Make up in your mind right now. You say, when I walk out of this place tonight, I'm not walking out the same man, the same woman, the same boy, the same girl that I walked in this place. And I refuse to waste one more second.
under the attack and under, under the oppression of the enemy. I refuse for one more second to lay here in a valley of dry bones. I refuse for one more second, amen, to let my husband or my wife or my children thirst and hunger for God. Make up in your mind right now that you want him. Amen. I'm going to ask those that are here to stand. God's already moved. When the Holy Ghost cuts the voice off, it's time to quit. <laughs> here to tell us something tonight. I'm going to give us one more. I know God's already moved. I know God's already blessed. The Spirit of God has already been in this place. I want to ask you one more time before we end this. If you're here tonight and you're, you're in a place where, where you felt like this life is just taking your breath away, can't breathe. Spiritually speaking, I'm not talking physical tonight, I'm talking spiritual. But you've been in a place where you, where you haven't felt the breath of God, you haven't felt the wind of God, you haven't felt the presence of God in your life. And you desire it more than anything in this world. And you say tonight, Holy Spirit, breathe on me. I'm going to ask you to do something. We're going to do this as safely and as wisely as we can. But if that is you, I'm going to ask you to do something tonight if you want it. If you don't, do not step forward. If you want it, I want you to do what Tapta did just a minute ago. I want you to step out in that middle aisle. We'll stay six feet apart. Hey Amen. We don't all have to bunch up together. If that is you. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.